As you probably already know, this is New Life 101, and we are on the subject of prayer. As a quick update, we will be taking a short break after this episode since our schedules are beginning to pick back up, but we'll be bringing new content in the near future, so be on the lookout for that. But until then, enjoy this last conversation that Gil and I had on the subject of prayer. Sometimes some of the pain that we carry or some of the things, the difficult, the crisis that we have in our lives, they're beyond words. And so Paul tells us in the book of Romans in chapter eight, verse 26, he says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. I like that. So the Holy Spirit's there to help us. And sometimes it's just, you begin to groan. Uh, You begin to groan from within and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. And he interprets that and takes it to the Father. So if you're running out of words, just groan, you know, uh, from the inside of your heart, groan to the Lord and the Holy Spirit will, he understands and he, the Holy Spirit will take it and he will yeah. if you will, translate it to the Father, what you're really saying without words. And I, You know, I, what I've found is that it, for me and for my wife, it's not so much of groaning that we do, you know, but yeah. there are times where we're just so emotionally drained and we just cry before the Lord. Like we have nothing to say except we're just in tears. Like as we're sitting before God still and just waiting before him and, and we begin to just cry, you know, I, and I, I think of that when Paul talks about how the Holy Spirit interprets those mm-hmm. emotions that we have no words to express. He, The Holy Spirit is there to interpret those. And it just reveals how even through our emotions and what we're going through without having to say anything, the Holy Spirit is working in order to interpret that because he wants so desperately to be in relationship with us. Right. That's amazing. You know, Paul continues here in, in uh, Romans eight twenty seven. He says, And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us, uh, us believers, in harmony with God's own will. And then he goes on to say in Romans eight twenty eight, a real classic verse, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. And so that's a great promise for us that we know that even though our circumstances are not right or we're struggling or um, whatever it may be, we know that God, and we could pray that, Lord, your scripture says that you're working out everything to work together for the good of those who love God. And God, right now I'm praying, you know, I love you. We know, I know that um, you sent your son for me and you have a plan for me. Whatever I'm going through, because you love me. Um, and I'm called according to your purpose. So Lord, help me. And no matter what happens, I know that's good. Somehow it's going to work. Something's going to work for good out of all this. I just need to be, I need to be faithful. Um, and I know that you're going to come through for me. And mm-hmm. so that's a good verse the Romans, um, eight 28. Now real quick, maybe you could uh, talk about this in light of that verse. Um, uh, I can't help my, I'm, I'm skeptical by nature, so I want to just pick at everything, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyways, I'm thinking about the person who just they a situation has happened to them 
and they're thinking, okay, all this is going to work out for good. And yet the situation continues to get worse. And they sort of are discouraged in the Lord and want nothing to do with him. What is it that they're not understanding about that verse? Um, is there something that, that maybe they're they're not getting the whole picture of, of what Paul is trying to say about how things work out for our good? Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Well, I think that Paul right there is talking, we mentioned that these are words that you can express with your own voice. And, but he says that, Hey, look, all things are going to work together for good. You're definitely called. You're a believer that you just need to hang in there by faith. And sometimes through the greatest trials and sufferings that many a believer has gone through, they come out of it stronger than ever, knowing that God is going to come through for me. And that's the strength we stand on by his word. And then, then the next trial, they become, I wouldn't say easier, but you know, man, God's going to come through. I already seen him work before in my life, hundreds of time in my life over the 30, 40 years that I've been a Christian and knowing that God is going to come through for sure. Uh, We just need to continue on in faith. pray more but the reason why we don't pray more well i think number one i think for me i begin to trust in myself i think that i'm going to be able to come through with these things and that um i i'm probably leaning i'm not probably feeding my spiritual person which is how we feed through the word of god i'm probably leaning on my own understanding um and so um my own intellect, my own mind, my own scheming that um, I'm not really relying upon God. Um, I'm just going to rely upon myself, what I could see. And so, and that's uh, when we start living after the old, the old gill, we begin to trust in ourselves, have confidence in ourselves. And I think that stops us from praying. You know, when we're not really um, reading God's word, we're not um, praying anymore. We're not in fellowship with other believers. We're not going to church. Uh, we're the body of believers. We're um, not talking about just going to a brick and mortar or a place of church, but where the body is gathering as the church, we're neglecting the church. It's almost like as a believer, the Holy Spirit lives in you. And as we're living according to the flesh, the Holy Spirit is very faithful to remind us what we're doing. And when we're living like that, the last thing I want to do is pray, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a big key for me is just when I start thinking selfishly and confidence in my abilities and my abilities, confidence in myself, mm. you know, I become a, a prideful man, you know, and that's where God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Mm. And so that's what's neat about the Holy Spirit in our lives. He's real there. He's quick to, to convict us, which is good. Conviction is good. Uh, reminds us of our sin. He say, "Hey, you know, uh, w- you know, don't be talking like that, or don't be looking at that, or whatever." You know, the Holy Spirit's there to convict us, and the conviction is good. But when the condemnation hits, that's the enemy saying, "Man, you're no good. 
God's not listening to you. Look at you. You're just a big old fat sinner, you know, whatever. Then that's condemnation. Well, that's coming from the voice of the devil, you know, um, the enemy of God. But conviction, yes, conviction is good. And that um, allows us to be repentive and to humble ourselves, to re- make a U-turn. That's what repentance is, is make a U-turn mm-hmm. and return back to the Lord. And so I, d- I don't know if this is your experience, but the times where condemnation has been the loudest has been when I want to approach God in prayer. Hmm. I-, I don't know why. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the experience of everybody, but I know that uh, if I make a mistake or, 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 or something like that, and I want to approach God and ask for forgiveness and the whole thing, condemnation is the loudest in that moment. Yeah, I like uh, where since we were in Romans 8, we had a scripture we were reading there. Um, it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, So now there is no condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus. So that's a great scripture. So when the enemy starts to condemn you, you could say, you know what? But there, your Lord, your scripture says that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to praying Bible. Lord, thank you so much that there is no longer any condemnation. I'm feeling condemned right now, but I know that there is no condemnation because the Bible says that to those who belong to Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. So whatever I'm feeling, the guilt, the shame, I'm feeling condemned. But I know in your sight, I'm no longer condemned because I'm bought by the blood of Christ. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. See how I start going into prayer? Yeah. Uh, I pray Bible. So if anything, perhaps we're ending on this, that we, as a recap, as a, as a believer in Christ, that personal relationship we have, the confidence we have to the throne of God uh, in the name of in the name of Jesus through the Spirit, we're being um, uh, before the Lord, the Father, and to thank Him. And we're praying Bible. Oftentimes, we're praying God's will. This is Your Word, and I'm holding on to this Word. And so we're talking about condemnation. So the Bible says there's no longer any more condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 1. And I'm going to hold on to that scripture. Hmm. That's good. So do you want to end right there? Yeah. We it's can 520. Right there. So, yeah, let's end right here. And uh, let's end with a word of prayer since we're talking about prayer. And Lord, we just want to thank you for this opportunity we've had to Um, do this podcast on prayer. And so, Lord, we're thankful that we have access to you, Lord, and uh, such neat access. And the the only reason why we have access is through the finished work of your son, Jesus Christ, and what he has done for us on the cross some 2,000 years ago. But he came and he he died for my sin and our sin, and that he rose again on the third day, as the scriptures say, he ascended up to heaven and he's coming back again the bible teaches that jesus is coming back again for us and so lord we are just thankful for this opportunity uh, to end this podcast in prayer we're praying for a blessing to those who have listened uh, are learning uh, what it means to pray and so lord we're thankful for this opportunity For we come to you in the name of your dear son, Jesus. Amen.